Are you sorry? Are you keeping two meters away from your boyfriend even when you're in the house? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, that's nothing to do with lockdown. That's just my how I do things. Okay. Because <laughs> your cock's so big. I mean, I'm happy. That's a that's a lovely bit of recording to take out of context. That's great. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the end times. No, don't say that. It's lovely and sunny outside. I'm looking at a a lovely couple on a balcony opposite me who, for some reason, have decided to sit on their balcony facing away from the street into their darkened (laughs) flat while drinking Aperol Spritz. Are they singing? No, they're not. They only moved in last week. Hold on. They moved in under lockdown? They moved in under lockdown, but... (laughs) They moved in from um, the flat, uh, one of the flats uh, on the floor above me to a flat opposite me. Oh, okay. So what episode number are we? Well done for preparing, or even... uh, It's the end of the world, let me off. No, it's not the end of the world. It is. I've started every one of my management meetings this week with, like, brand new trainees new to my company, and I'm like, hello, how's the apocalypse treating you guys? That's how I started every meeting. (laughs) Jesus, Matt, you're trying to be the... You're basically David Brent. Honestly, only one of them's quit, so I'm doing really well. So, so many thoughts. So, it's episode 16. Now, you just accused me of not prepping. Yeah. Are we... What? I... Uh, it feels like the wrong time to do a normal episode. This is the closest we've ever recorded to the day it needs to go out. Well, that was by your request. Because I would like... Well, I would like... I, I'd like this bit to stay in. Matt, you've requested okay. that we change what day we release things. That's correct. So to Mondays. Yeah, it's going to be Mondays from now on, listener. Our listener, who I've, yeah. has complained that I, I, I've I said his name in the last three episodes <laughs> and, and you've cut it out every time. <laughs> and I told him that I kept saying his name and he was like, Sorry, oh, just, I haven't just... heard it in front of me. I've got it in a little box. So I shot it huh. in Gate's head and his boyfriend, Theo. So. Okay. okay. I definitely won't edit just the name out there. I wouldn't do that. <sighs> Try not to be a cunt for one day, please. I mean, I don't see why I should start now. Okay. Good, okay. well, work, good work, Sam. Or good work, Matt. Um, oh, Sam would be a good podcast co-host. <laughs> I'm definitely editing them out then. <laughs> um, so, we're, it's not going to be a normal episode, no. I have actually, slightly so, I actually have a random gay facts for this episode. You'll be shocked to hear. But I did do a little bit of prep because I thought now would be a really good time to do something topical. So I thought I'd go and look for some um, interesting facts about plagues. Okay, great. Just what our listener wants to hear. (laughs) You'd be surprised how many websites uh, have have actually gone with the title Fun Facts About Black Death uh, and similar titles. um, How many of those are white supremacist (laughs) sites, Matt? No, genuinely. Are you on a list? No. No, no, genuinely. A lot of them are for kids. Um, There was a nice one where I could click on buttons on the pictures and it popped up. Um, But no, uh, so I've got some... They're not gay facts, except that I've made them gay. You'll see. (laughs) Okay. It's going to be fun. It's going to right. be educational and fun. That's uh, all I got. Just Although, remember that you sent me bingo ages oh, yes. ago. Lockdown bingo. Yeah, let's let's see if we can find out and see which ones we've now ticked off. Yeah. Ha ha ha. ha. Sam has literally just texted saying, feel free to shout out to Theo too. <laughs> Already done, Sam. 
Oh, did you just call me Sam? Yeah. Why? Why not? Because I can't cut it out if you keep using it all the way through the episode. Pretty much. <laughs> I just said I'd say his name. Well, I was going to say, how are the end times treating you? Because you've had a more dramatic time than me. Well, I thought we'd do that in the main point. Oh, okay. We've got to do an intro first, remember? Well, this well, this is the intro. Oh, and God. then Well, we the haven't said Well, it's the yet. same thing, isn't it? Oh, hi. Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of The Variety Show. I'm Pete, and this is Matt. And I'm Sam. Oh, for fuck's sake, Sam. I wish I still had vodka. <laughs> I'm pleased that I've shown up at just the right point in your emotional arc to really, really make everything so much worse right now and just, just break you. Hmm. Anyway. Right, should we try that again? No. Yes. Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of The Variety Show. I'm Pete, and this is... I'm not answering. That's Matt. But for the rest of the episode, I'll be calling him Sam. <laughs> Uh, and uh, due to the wonders of editing, you might find out why that's funny. So this episode might be a bit different um, because, uh, as we're all aware, no one's allowed to go outside and everyone's dying. So we're going to try and keep it light, um, but we're probably going to talk about quarantine and COVID-19. And I mean, not probably. It's literally all we have prepped. Uh, I have prepped other things. Cool. I have not. <clears throat> what a surprise. Um, should we just go straight into the main point of COVID-19? Keep it light. <laughs> Yay. Next. Next. Um, just keep going. Please keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> how's, how's lockdown, Matt? How's, how's the north? Um, it turns out I was already a recluse. Like, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing much has changed, really. Mm-hmm. Well, one uh, one big thing has changed in that your your boyfriend is there a lot more than he usually is. Yes, that is true. So he's been furloughed currently. So we're what uh, two weeks in now? Uh, yeah, two. As yes, we record this, yeah. we're two weeks in. Okay. Oh no, we'll be two yeah, weeks so when we release it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's currently still in the. Uh, I'm quite bored, so I because uh, I'm still working because my job is already work from home. Uh, my job has got infinitely busier, mm-hmm. um, which is technically a good thing, but really annoying when loads of other people are now not working and I'm now working like doing twice the job. But um, yes, so my boyfriend is home doing nothing and still kind of just about clinging to that like oh well I should like look after him while he's here you know while I'm not working and he is then so you know bringing bringing food and drinks and stuff like that but we're just just hitting that point where the fun of that is maybe wearing thin for him <laughs> so by the next time you hear an episode we might have killed each other or at the very least I might have had to start making my own breakfast but other than that not much changed well I mean I did, I did think that yes you I mean you, you do work from home work remotely yeah. work from your bed sometimes uh, i believe you get fully dressed to go to work in the other room do you know what okay right this this is this is the attitude that everyone's always had about the fact that i have a work from home job a home from job yeah this is the attitude that everyone's always had about the fact that i have a work from home job and actually uh most of the time i get up to a routine get dressed go to my office and basically just work the same as everyone else and it has amused me the number of people including you who as soon as they got dispatched to work from home were messaging me going oh my god how do you do this all the time it's driving me mental i can't work i can't focus i can't do anything 
so I feel vindicated. I don't think I sent you sent you that message. I think I said I will I th- literally screenshot it and put it on Instagram. I think I said, well, you, first of all, you don't know how to use Instagram. Second of all, I don't think you've got the password. And this is important to me enough that I screenshotted it and I tried to find the screenshot. You screenshotted it at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for God's right. sake, Matt. I put it in the work chat. <laughs> I put it on our work Slack. <laughs> Oh, for oh, really? Yes. <sighs> to be fair, I was not the only person. Loads of people were kind of at work for like, yeah, we're having similar people just going, oh my god, how do you do this all the time? And I was like, eh. I mean, it does help that you only work for three hours at a time. And then, what? Is that not what you did? Don't you? Didn't you? What do I do? I don't know really. Proof. My new reality. I don't understand how you work from home regularly. I stand by that because I don't understand how you work from home regularly. I'm because... looking at that photograph. Clean your desktop. Oh my god! You're like the nineteenth person to say that. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's horrific. I don't use my desktop. Is there any sensitive data on there? That, or can we put it on Instagram? Uh, probably not put it on Instagram. Um, I did <laughs> check the other day and there were 730-odd files on my desktop. You're a monster. I mean, I'm a busy monster. That's not an excuse. It's a super excuse. No. It's a terrible <sighs> Anyway, my COVID experience, thanks for asking, um, has been interesting. We've had a bit of a roller coaster uh, with work. We sent everyone home. Well, no, we didn't. We sent all the people that could work from home home, including me, when we were told to. So that was three weeks ago. And then when the lockdown came in, the only people that were still in the office were the people that were dispatching orders. And uh, and we decided when most almost all of them, one of them did not take public transport. So almost all of them did. Uh, and so we decided we had to close the company and furlough everyone. And then... That took a week to close everything down. And then literally on day seven of closing it down, the government said, this might last for six months. Um, and and so we had another meeting and decided that we would reopen, but only employ, only bring back the people that could drive uh, to work. And that's three of us. So for the last week, this is my first day in, seven, in 12 days that I've not been at work. Um, so for the last week I've been picking and packing orders which is super fun and my feet are killing me they are not happy they like a desk they like a seat they don't like standing up for eight hours so yeah so that's been weird but some positives I saw a plane today and I don't know when I last saw one Um, no why was there a plane well because people were going into Heathrow um, I thought it was closed. No, Heathrow's not closed, although there are 200 homeless people sleeping in Terminal 5. And I stood and watched it, and I haven't seen one since, and that was about eight hours ago. So, Heathrow mm. may have had one flight today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Knowing our government, it's probably them shipping the homeless people out. Also, I can see stars now of an evening in central London. Really? Yeah, and like a lot of them. The, a- really, the air pollution. Have we really? The air pollution's oh, the gone air down pollution. so okay. much that I was like, thinking light. I was thinking the light pollution there, and I was thinking that we wouldn't have cut enough light down. But yeah, well, that's what I thought as well. I was like, maybe, maybe it's just that it's you know been cloudy, and I've not yeah. not noticed. But um, and then, I, but I was reading a thing that basically the the particulates um, in the in the air have reduced so much over London and over Europe that. Um, 
that the air quality is getting better and therefore you can see some stars even in central London yeah I have spoken to um, so my the, the friend that I stayed with while I was in Egypt so I was wondering how it had gone over there um, and pretty much the same as here except that um, a, a couple of weirdnesses so the first one was that uh, a particular um, I can't remember their full name the, the Brotherhood or something So the, the Muslim Brotherhood uh, um, who decided to go out um, en masse and um, protest Corona Oh, that's nice Not like the government response, just Corona on mass yeah. in a group. Yeah. So that was bizarre. But yeah, they have basically uh, a lot of the country has currently lost their internet. So all I was thinking was how pissed off I would have been if this had happened when I was there. <laughs> I'd have ended up in lockdown without internet, so I couldn't do my job and unable to travel back to the UK. <laughs> um, have um. I talked to you before about the crazy man that lives opposite me that shites? No. He's a joy. I'm sure. It's quite possible, even though I've closed the, the, the windows in here, I can see him. It's quite possible you'll hear him at some point. He had a little shot earlier. Uh, he had a little, a little chat earlier with the air. Um, uh, he, he, if I was a better person, I would try and help him. And no, he, but you're a Londoner. Yeah, well, do you know what? He's a dick. <laughs> he... <laughs> plays music really loud with his doors open at all times of the day and night i would say at least once a day screams something off his balcony he has quite a thick dutch accent so it's not entirely clear what he's saying all the time um but he's been having various episodes over the last six months um and some weeks are better than others and some weeks he, you know he's fine and he just spend the entire time in his flat and some weeks he is shouting constantly he is not doing well at the minute uh he woke me up this morning by uh rollerblading up and down the street pointing out that we should all be ashamed of ourselves for from hiding from this virus because he's stronger than all of us uh, even though he has HIV, he's going to survive because he's not going to let the virus win. Okay. Yeah. That was it about 10 past 7 this morning. This was my first day off in 12 days. I wasn't that charitable to him. I really want to help him, but I also don't want... It's, you know, it's like a hostage situation. You know, you want to do what you can, but you don't want to put your hand up. You don't want to be the one that reasons with him and then gets shot. What you need to do is introduce him to the couple that are facing away. They are directly below him. Maybe you need to engineer one of these heartwarming stories that I keep seeing loads about with, like, the signs in the windows. I have thought about putting a sign up saying, if you want to talk, here's my number. Or, you know, what's wrong? Even better, I think if you need to talk, here's my number, and then you need to give them the couple opposite the live above. But yeah, so what I was trying to say, like, ten minutes ago, when you mentioned about the internet being down and how glad you were not being in in Egypt. My therapist just pointed out a couple of times that, you know, we should be grateful, while doing remote therapy, by the way, um, mm -hmm. that we should be grateful that this didn't happen 10 years ago, and I'm infinitely grateful this didn't happen 10 years ago, because I would be sitting at home with no entertainment. Because as we know, books were only invented 10 years ago. Yeah, but you can't listen to a book. <laughs> I mean, you can. They're called audiobooks. But did they exist 10 years ago on Audible, or did I have to go and buy a CD? If we, you had to buy a CD or have a tape. Yeah, and they were days. super expensive. They were like 50 quid okay. a go. Also, the internet existed 10 years ago. Yeah, but it wasn't like this. On a more serious note, like this, so, yeah, obviously, this is dull 
um, for lots of people. Um, like one of the things that I like to do, if, if there's something in my head that I need to like sort out and go through, I will quite often just get in the car and go for a drive. And yeah. it's why, you know, every so, often, every so often, to do that. well, every so often I will do things like end up a, on the South Coast at one in the morning because, you know, there's something in my head and I just want to get rid of it or sort it out or whatever. And, and I do that by going for a long drive. Uh, can't do that. That's an unnecessary journey, which is fine, assuming that I don't have any mental issues over the next few weeks. But like people are dying, Sam. And yes, Sam. Uh, like, so I, I don't know about you, but I, I have nobody. I know a few people who have had it. I've had mild symptoms. I know one person that's had relatively severe mild symptoms that didn't need to go into hospital, but like hmm. could not get out of bed for a week. Um, and then I'm aware of four people dying but I'm not like I knew who two of them were but I don't think I'd ever spoken to them mm. um, so they're all just friends of friends so far but like it's quite scary yeah I mean I've not really uh, it, it didn't really hit home until because it doesn't affect me that directly I don't associate with anyone who is kind of um, at risk particularly and we have a very narrow sort of social circle of people that we encountered a lot so we were fine I've, there's been a couple of kind of people adjacent people as in people you know I've known people I've hearing of through people I know who you know they've known people who have died um, and uh, a couple of friends who've tested positive for definite for it and stuff like that and we're 90% certain at the minute that my 70 year old mother 70 plus year old mother also currently has it um, we haven't had confirmation from a test yet but all things are pointing but she seems to be alright so it's not really a problem though she chose not to tell us for a week so that none of us would worry just super helpful to is she was she not part of the stay at home crew like my she parents? was no, no, she was, but um, basically the symptoms started showing up about 14 days after the last time that she'd been out in public, which sort of tallies really. Yeah. Basically, so. Um, but no, she seems to be fine, but that was a bit of like a, because, yeah, <laughs> I was kind of, the whole time I was like, well, you know, everything else is being dealt with. The only person I know who is at risk is my mum, and I'm not going anywhere near her, so she'll be fine. And then I was like, okay, shit. But, but it's, I, it hasn't hit me as hard as a lot of other people have uh, and I don't know whether that's just situational or not but it's also affecting me in that I have not seen my boyfriend for two weeks because he does not live with me I last saw him the day before the lockdown came in um and so don't know when I'm going to see him next which is really odd it's definitely one of the it's I'm currently balancing it between it's one of the disadvantages of living by myself means I don't know when the next time I'm going to shake someone's hand or hug someone, have any sort of physical contact. But at the same time, I live by myself, so I can't piss myself off. Um, I think that if I was like, no, but like if I was living with a flatmate, then we would definitely have really pissed each other off, even if we were really good friends. I think being able to go into the office every day is, is definitely helping me because there are two other people there and even though we're staying like five meters apart at all times and we've set up the the warehouse so that we're really far apart from each other knowing that i can turn around and shout at someone and they'll shout an answer back and it not be like we're doing on a on a 
voice call or yeah. video calls like I've been doing with my boyfriend and, and family and stuff. Oh, can we have some complaints? Um, can, sure. can I just make some complaints about this? I feel I've earned them by being positive. Okay. I don't fucking care about your home workout. I don't care <laughs> that you've made banana bread. I don't care that you've discovered there's a live function on Facebook and Instagram. There is a man... Mm-hmm. I've stopped... I've, I've unfollowed so many people. There was a man that I used to follow. He was quite pretty. Not a surprise. Um, and he was... He was in America. And he went, like, on day two of the lockdown or whatever it was. He started a live video. And I had never seen a live video of him before. And I was like, ooh, I'll have a look at this. And it was him sitting, eating his lunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not... Yeah. Wait, 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 Sam. Okay. We're not done yet. The next day, notification so and so is doing a live video clicked on it again eating his lunch on the third day I unfollowed him but I imagine he's still doing that he doesn't talk in the videos he just eats his lunch Um, and oh my god the gays have got thirstier so we'll get to that in a second (laughs) there's a decent number of people I follow on Instagram and you won't be surprised by this who like wearing not very much and have quite mm-hmm. quite rippled physiques. So many of them have pointed out how fat they're getting. Oh, they can fuck right off. I mean, I swear to God, they might have gone from a six-pack to a four-pack, you know, or they might just have not been tensing, but they could still definitely fit in one of my trouser legs. So, yeah. So, all of that sort of stuff. Shall we play COVID bingo? Yeah, go on. Have you gone live on Instagram? I have not gone live on instagram i have posted a video of me reading fiction on facebook it was too long for instagram oh i did see that and i definitely listened to the first minute and then i saw that it was 20 minutes long i went eh i'll come back the reading of a short story i uh, is that it was actually meant to be 40 minutes long but my battery ran out halfway again so (laughs) So i had to like edit it you're so prepared it was fine though it's really good because in the the 20 minutes that are there the dog sits next to me and looks at me adoringly as i read a book and shortly after the battery stopped was the point that she just got up in the middle of my reading uttered a deep sigh and left Um, which was a bit dispiriting to be honest with you but um (laughs) but but so apt okay so neither of us have gone live on instagram have you taken a quarantine thirst trap i have uh no (laughs) that was a very long denial (laughs) well there was was, there's ambiguous wording there between taken and posted (laughs) fair enough fair enough uh i've also not taken one have you bought equipment for a home workout of course i fucking haven't no neither have i have you texted your ex well not unexpectedly no as in where we communicate fairly regularly um our mutual friends ex did though i know i know i got a screenshot (laughs) oh bless him have you been sliding into multiple people's dm no a few have slipped into mine yeah i've not slid into any because i've been quite busy (laughs) but um (laughs) a few people have have dm'd me and they have been told i'm busy go away i have noticed that um grinder and growler now have an entirely different makeup of people though which is interesting okay well everyone's stuck at home so i don't think it's necessarily the people have changed it's just they're now stuck in totally different locations i or, see and or super bored you've lost um, all of so your you've once, lost all of your regular commuter traffic yeah exactly right. and now it's the people who you're like oh you do live near me okay there you go oh it's the same Although, 100 people because no one's yeah. 
polite um, to move. The um, the the back to the face to the Instagram live video though. One uh, I was one very local who had slid into my DMs at some point, uh, and I was yeah they were quite hot. Yeah, they went live on Facebook on Instagram yesterday, and I was I was like okay this is fun. Then they spoke. Yeah, no, I'm um, no dead in the water. No, no. <laughs> Um, had a Zoom happy hour with friends. Not yet. Oh, uh, so I've haven't... three and I'm having brunch tomorrow via Zoom. <laughs> well, I have got my writing group tomorrow via Zoom, but um, we haven't really done anything uh, since then. Work, are, we are having um, end of April work drinks via Zoom. I mean, you all so... work remotely. <laughs> Yes, but the London guys apparently always used to go out for like end of thing drinks, so they're doing like a kind of remote while we're all joining, which basically just means just drinking alone in our rooms, yeah. looking at our management on the on the screen. Yeah, I can't think what could go wrong. Just there. make sure you're all wearing clothes. We've all seen the videos. Thought about bleaching your hair. I have not, but I'm sick of seeing people on Instagram who've just done it. I know another one bit the dust this morning. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we can both relate to this, Matthew slash Sam. <laughs> Freaked out. About the gym closing? Um, obviously not, but it has been a long-running thing with my boyfriend that he's been paying for the gym for four years. So we had a little disagreement about this, and then the next day the gym announced that they weren't charging him that month. <laughs> <laughs> has he been going to the gym in those four years? Of course not. Okay. <laughs> no, no, not once. Well, I don't... Oh, no, once. I'd literally once. To sign up. Probably. Okay. Posted about a home workout. Only ironically. I think I did basically on Facebook about it, yeah, but obviously it was a joke. I think I was talking about opening a packet of cookies. Gone more than one day without showering. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. But that's normal In fact, for literally, you. Well, literally today, because I had to reseal the shower. So. <laughs> have you started drinking before 5pm? Of course I have. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a lady across the street from me, different lady from the ones I was talking about earlier. She started off... The, so not this not this week the week before last first week of lockdown she was uh, she sort of started having a drink a glass of wine in the middle of the afternoon on the balcony in the sun and I was like well mm. fair enough love and last Monday <laughs> last Monday uh, we were having a meeting and I just looked out the window and she was cracking open the bottle of wine at ten past eleven in the morning <laughs> and I was like this has escalated but still good good work that you good for yeah. you thought about buzzing your hair I did actually uh, oh, you've already yeah, done it buzz my ha- I've already done it yeah I buzzed my hair down pretty much at the start of lockdown right. because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get my hair cut and uh, actually right after this call is finished I need to do the same to my boyfriend oh no <laughs> not his lovely lot I mean I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of moustaches go and a lot of beards turned into moustaches grey sweatpants I don't own any <gasps> Matthew. But I have, to be fair, sat in several meetings this week dressed in a onesie, um, including one in which <laughs> with like quite an important client. Right. Um, and at the start of the meeting, my camera, so I came into the meeting, turned my camera off because it was with just the people at my work so that we kind of were like, ha ha ha, yes, in a onesie, everyone's wearing ridiculous stuff. And then uh, and then like a couple of seconds later, the camera just switched itself back on. So that was fine. So I turned it back off and then the clients came into the meeting and I spent the whole meeting just in a panic that my camera would turn itself back on again somehow because so I didn't not, know how it had done it not, the first time. Not just getting changed. 
I couldn't really because I had to start talking straight away, <laughs> and like I was really involved in it. I didn't have much time. I could I could mute. <laughs> Once again, be prepared. Um, I've got a podcast recommendation for you um, for um, for quarantine, and it's for everyone else as well. The woman who presents Criminal is a woman called Phoebe Judge, and she has a very soothing voice, um, and it's just it's genuinely one of the nicest voices. I think I've ever listened to. So she started a new podcast where she just reads a chapter a day of uh, Agatha Christie's first Poirot novel. Um, and it's just really nice. There's no ads. There's no introduction. She's literally just reading a chapter every day until she gets to the end. And then I'm hoping she'll start reading a different book. But it'll probably still be a some sort of criminal mystery because, you know, mm-hmm. she knows her audience. It's called Phoebe Reads a Mystery. Also recommended... Uh, Armistead Maupin read the first chapter of his unpublished well as in to be published but currently unpublished uh, New Tales of the City novel he read that live on Facebook yesterday oh god so it should be, be another watchable. one yes this one's about Mona uh, coming to England and owning a manor but Mona's dead it's a pre well not a prequel but like back Ugh. it's the missing section it's called Mona of the Manor oh is this where we explain how we lost 10 years it might be right. yeah I would also like to discuss my favourite news story because genuinely the, the, my favourite somewhere between obviously it's just keeping me entertained on a day to day basis but also it's kind of fascinating is all of the kind of jokes and humour and the way that everyone is handling this thing which is just finding the absurdity and everything mm-hmm. um, but I have two well three really three favourite news stories one of them is quite old now but the, the, the first favourite news story was the fact that during the pasta shortage the only place you could get pasta for a little bit was from Ann Summers though it was penis shaped <laughs> This that was one of my favorite things. The uh, the second one uh, was that last week, sometime I think it was, um, New York City uh, issued a warning against rimming. Oh yeah, she sent me that. <laughs> Thanks for that. Various other things. If, yeah, effectively, New York City basically issued like an actual public health statement, basically saying please stop having orgies, um, and if you're gonna have them, please stop doing these things in them, and sort of listed sexual activities by by likelihood of transmission, uh, which obviously rimming is always high in that. But uh, it, the, the that 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 was the serious thing of what it actually did. But of course, the headlines, my favorite headlines for it, which just like New York City bans rimming. Yeah. Um, which I enjoyed um, and then actually I, I like this one I think this one's quite sweet this week but a, well at the time a fetish site but I've seen quite a few others that have since joined in um, a fetish site has donated all of its medical gear to the NHS mm, yes which um, which I think explains why so like you know in all like post-apocalyptic films everyone's always basically in kink gear it's because that's all that's left yeah yeah maybe it's, that was nothing to do with uh, maybe they're not the bad guys maybe they're like the charity workers and they're just out there and you know Sadly, it was it was just scrubs, but it wasn't how I envisioned it. I was sort of like imagining now that you're gonna you know get wheeled into the to the theatre and then there's just like a naughty nurse. <laughs> Although, actually, where was it read? So I think it's in America. Uh, basically, nurses are being told like you know we haven't got enough masks. Just bring whatever masks you've got. So you've got like nurses in there in like um, like Halloween masks that have been cut in half and stuff like that. Can you imagine waking up from a like an operation and there's just like. Um, Helpfully, though, I have been prepared for this whole thing. I do actually own a Venetian plague mask. Well, of course you do. <laughs> the delivery men don't like it when I answer the door in it, but, you know. Yeah, but that's because it's all you're wearing. Uh, no, so some okay. basic feedback from the basic episode. Uh, my brother uh, in Brunei still wants to know exactly how, uh, how self-aware we were being and, and um, <laughs> talking about it. 
I'm railing on people having bear in the thing when it, it, we were on the variety show. Yeah, that might have got a little lost in translation. Yeah, and also just a fun fact: it's not, it wasn't feedback. Well, it was feedback from Google. Uh, is that I, I did a, <laughs> I did a search because I was trying to find pictures of like bear tattoo. Um, oh yeah, and I, I did a search for basic bear, and I found <laughs> somebody I know, and they came up twice in Google Images. Um, so I haven't posted that, and I won't. And we're not saying who it was, but I laughed for a minute. Um, <laughs> so did I. <laughs> so pleased. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so, all right. Um, you have a random gay fact. Hold on. Well, Next. it's not a random... No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought I'd just find some, like, cheerful flat air facts about plagues. Because I thought it'd be topical. Oh. So these, are, so I've got some weird cures. These were for the Black Death. Um, as I read this list, I just want you to think: this sounds like a a really specific gay club night. Drink good wine, heroin, whip yourself, rub the victim's body with a cock, take a bath in urine, apply human excrement to the victim. Now I don't know about you, but they all sound like things that you could probably find in the right place in London. Where the hell are you going in London? Sorry, I'm eating a bit. <laughs> I should point out, so rub the victim's body with a cock. That actually means with a live chicken, which somehow is obviously weirder. Obviously it means a live chicken. Yeah. Uh, well, not obviously that it was live. I don't know why it's relevant, but it was. They had to be live. Um, unfortunately, it goes off the rails after this. Does it? Because the next few things... Yeah. The next few things the gays are going to struggle with. So uh, first off is um, avoid lechery. Then avoid bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then avoid gerbils. Um, Patrick Swayze. Was it Patrick Swayze or Richard Gere? <laughs> it's always allegedly Richard Gere, isn't it? Richard Gere, I don't think he's gay. No, that's true. So that's so fine. who knows in a world with Philip Schofield. I, I'm not saying that we know anyone this would be difficult for. Um, but the last one is uh, refrain from abusing poor people. Also, I have a list for the Spanish flu. This is how to fix the Spanish flu. Yeah. Again, this sounds like the gays probably will do fine uh laxatives whiskey inhaling fumes enemas um, and chicken soup or oh, have some chicken soup yeah me too it's in my stockpile yeah so that's that was my random facts historical facts at least it existed don't whinge it's not i that whinges matt it's the listener they just skip well it. take it up take it up with sam i tried to make a work from home Spotify playlist and shared it with all the people at work who were working from home and honest to god all I did was write company name work from home Uh all of the suggestions were um, were just like you know I think we're alone now Um, (laughs) like they were just yes it was just okay so me and a friend at work came to a realization together so um he he used to be a a massive glee fanboy back in the day to the point that someone once recognized him at work for having once run a glee uh, a glee twitter account when he was a teenager um and uh, a customer recognized him just uh, we suddenly realized we were like (laughs) yeah homosexual yeah what a surprise raving raving um so we were suddenly discussing we were like oh my god you realize if glee was still running now glee would have done an episode like 
about about COVID like, everyone's in isolation yeah exactly so we were coming up with all the songs that they would have sung on it uh, and i think we're alone now was on there um every time we touch stop in the name of love and you know they would have done an episode that would have been horrifying yeah well thankfully that show's been gone for what 10 years <laughs> shall we uh, on that note shall we shall we wrap up talk about something yeah, I was going to say, well, should we talk about something other than and play one quick round of the card game? Oh, yes, yes, let's play the card game. I'm just shuffling. I suspect my partner might, in a way, prefer me dead. I mean, I suppose if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. So many new things to blame it on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. I'll come back to you on that in two weeks. <laughs> Next one. I love watching couples arguing in public. No. Nope. Really? Genuinely hate it. Go home. Okay. I love it in a situation in which I can observe it without being noticed observing. That's because you're a fucking ha- creepy masochist. That's because I'm a writer. Uh, so I love it. So like if it's in a coffee shop or something like that, I love it like that. I hate it if it's somewhere where I cannot escape. However, I did used to have I am now resisting the urge as much as I can. I used to have a very bad habit for being the person who would argue in public because I have no shame. Yeah. Well, we knew that. <laughs> Last card, uh, I suppose, swinging us back to the main topic is: I am anxious most of the time. Yep. I mean, um, if we if we're just talking about in the last four weeks, then yes, <laughs> I am anxious no. most of the time. Uh, averaged out over my life, I'd say probably twenty percent of the time. Hmm. But I, so I was, I have definitely been anxious. Weirdly, I've been pretty chilled out through most of this because nothing's um, changed for you weird it's uh, literally I realised it today actually so I was writing um, the work on, the, the, the piece I'm working on at the minute one of the characters uh, is kind of like 16 years old and they're based very strongly on me at the time and uh, I was writing this whole scene about like the daily routine of everything that I would worry about from when I got up in the morning to like getting on the bus all the way through the school day and stuff like that and the whole point was it's this massive long just long paragraph almost one long sentence which is everything that they were worrying about and I was suddenly I was, as I was writing it I was like oh my god I don't worry about these things anymore so I'm a lot less anxious than I used to be but the interesting thing about it I was talking to I still have a friend my best friend from when I was at school from that same period actually and she has a, you know diagnosed anxiety disorder she worries about absolutely everything and I kind of gave her a ring at the beginning of all this just just after lockdown was announced because I was like yeah I should probably speak to her I'm sure she's not dealing with this that well and when I spoke to her she's like no I'm fine I like worry about well no yeah she's like I worry about every single thing every single day at the same level that everyone else is now worrying about this so she's like yes I'm worried but it's just my normal level like the fact that this is a global event is no more or less important to me than when it was just like worrying about going to get the post in the morning yeah. or something like that. Uh, our mutual friend our friend and my sister and a couple of other people I know are all med- medical professionals at the minute mm. so they're all they're doing amazing work and they're all working flat out and so um, like I'm doing a lot of work as well but it's a little bit like I'm like yeah you guys are literally saving people's lives like oh, doing stuff like that yeah. and I'm just kind of you know like doing my usual thing but a bit busier whenever they announced all non-essential shops are to close you know the the work whatsapp was like uh oh and then they clarified that online shops were encouraged to stay open because obviously mm-hmm. doesn't involve people going to yep, the shop and, and yeah. it does um, you know, keep the, the economy trickling along but yep. you know if if a, a harsher lockdown is 
uh, imposed, something tells me that the online jewelry company is not going to be an essential company to no. to stay open. But no. we'll see what happens once Boris is better. Mm. Can't wait. I genuinely can't wait because I can't take any more of Michael Gove or Matt Hancock doing a daily brief press briefing. I mean, Michael mm. Hancock or Matt Hancock after his. Um, his first day back after a week of isolation, it was like, God, you've not spoken to anyone in ages. You're just going for it. Guess we'd probably be better off with a cat at this uh, point. Yeah. Let Larry do the briefings. Who? Larry the cat. Is that from television? Is that from Drag Race? No. The cat. You can The Downing Street cat. Oh, thank God. Some context. How am I supposed to know that they've got a fucking cat in Dining Street and he's called Larry. He's famous. But is he famous famous? Yes. He, yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, yes. Anyway, on that note, shall we wrap up? <laughs> sure. It's been so nice catching up with you from a distance. It's been a lovely hour and 42 minutes and 26 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so okay, so we will be back in two weeks on a Monday. Yes, we'll be back two weeks on uh, two weeks today, which will be a Monday. Uh, and just, to, I'm just guessing, just to let Matt know that will be the twentieth of April. Um, we'll be back. Oh, and okay. Be, well, and that, what episode number will that be? Seventeen. Yes, and it's going to coincide with. So I'm guessing will be the topic for. Uh, it's going to coincide with our pre-Eurovision online party. So that's going to be our topic of conversation, I imagine, because they had the nerve to cancel it. Yes, we'll be discussing Eurovision. Uh, <laughs> and we'll be discussing how fucking basic your choices were. And we'll explain all of this next Do you know week. what? Do you know what? They lined up with yours a lot. They didn't. It's our mutual friend who's the outlier hipster. The other our mutual friend. It's really confusing. Anyway, listener, um, please. Hi, hi, Sam. Hi, Theo. Um, if we, if you, if you like this, you know, let us know. Uh, let other people know. I mean, you're all sitting at home doing nothing. Um, exactly. Now is the time to come to the aid of the bears. Yeah, or just listen, and we will see you on two weeks. And that's goodbye from me, Sam. Bye, Sam. This is all getting very confusing. See you in two weeks. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, or even if you didn't enjoy the show, feel free to get in touch with us. You can reach us uh, on Instagram at The Variety Show. You can reach us on Facebook, um, also at The Variety Show, or through our website at thevarietyshow.com. Some credits. The theme is by Purple Planet, and our logo uh, art is by Tito Bravo. Uh, And if you did enjoy the show, um, genuinely, it would mean a lot to us uh, just uh, to rate, um, rate, review, and recommend uh, it really is uh, important for like kind of uh, startup podcasts uh, to just get the word out there to recommend it to friends. You're far more likely to listen to something that a friend has told you to listen to. Um, apart from me, who never listens to anything that Pete recommends me, but don't use me as a good example. No one ever has. Uh, we will see you all in two weeks. Bye.
I mean, I actually can, because I don't know if I've told you this story. I've definitely not told it on the podcast. Uh, my brother's stag, he, uh, his friends took us to a strip club. And Nottingham, not a grid. Not not the world's greatest... I know I lived yeah. there. Anyway, so we went to this strip club at like two in the morning in an industrial estate far away. There was a guy there, not part of our group, um, who was passed out drunk. He, they called the paramedics and one of the strippers that was looking after him was dressed as a naughty nurse. Wait, we're not done yet. (laughs) The paramedics turned up and it was a male and female paramedic and they checked over this guy and then they looked at the naughty nurse stripper and went, Janice, because it turns out the naughty nurse stripper used to be an actual nurse and they knew they knew the stripper the paramedics revived this guy um he was then presented with a busty blonde naughty nurse stripper uh promptly put his hand in his pocket took out some money and gave it to her and they went off and had a private dance i mean it's the most fun i've ever had in a strip club 